We all know that angst when there are things we just don't know how to talk about. You know, the things we keep secrets about, like our sexuality. We're Sean and Helena Bonito, and we welcome you to the Secret Habit Podcast. We find it so hard to find couples willing to talk about sex and how to live out God's design for sexuality. This is why we are here, to be that couple for you. Relational challenges around sex can be so awkward to talk about. That is why this podcast is all about authenticity with a heavy dose of fun. We want you to experience hope that inspires change. The kind of change that helps you laugh stronger, laugh harder, and sex better. Let's go! Hey, Sean here. I really wanted to start this episode with something really exciting, and it's that there are so many amazing things happening in the Secret Habit Men's community right now, and with the men that I'm working with, there are guys who are experiencing sobriety like they've never experienced before. There are guys graduating the program and moving into wanting to help other people. I'm just really fired up at what God is doing, and it has been just a privilege, and there's been this one thing, this one theme in my coaching sessions lately that's been coming up that I really wanted to talk about today and it's the idea of defying and dismantling shame and that has been so powerful in my own life and it has been so powerful with my clients lately and just so you know I am solo today on this podcast. Helena is sick, so I am hopping on here to share something that's been going really well, and that's just been so cool with my clients. But the Secret Habit Men's community is such an amazing place to start. You're actually, when you when you enter that, when you join that, you'll actually just feel some of the sobriety and freedom guys are experiencing. There's guys posting in there about some of the coolest things. I've just been so amped up. You can join that by going to secrethabit.ca slash community. And that's just such a sweet place to start. And if you are really looking for coaching, why don't you listen to this episode, get a feel for the approach of, of, of Secret Habit and learn more. But uh, maybe you've already been listening. You could also check out more about our coaching in the community, or you could look at booking a consult call with us. So I'll put the link below on that. So if you do actually want to get involved in coaching, that would be a great place to start. But let's dive into what I want to get into today. And it's this idea, it's actually from chapter 11 in the book Unwanted by Jay Stringer. He talks about this idea of swimming towards the shark of shame. And I really love that. He says the only way to you know have a shark not you know, attack you and eat you. And it's actually based off of this National Geographic uh, videographer who goes into the ocean and you know, films sharks. He talks about this idea that the only way for a shark to not think that your prey is to do the only thing that the every, everything in the ocean doesn't do is to swim back towards the shark. And basically what that does for the shark is it triggers that, wow, this thing is uh, not afraid of me. And there's this concept that we are supposed to swim towards the shark of shame and this idea of saying, I'm not afraid of shame because deep down shame is just a lie. It's a counterfeit. It's a overpowering you know, force from the enemy. And I just really love this idea. So chapter 11 from Unwanted talks about that. And then Jay gets into this really cool concept of a four-step process of 
breaking down shame. And in the book, he doesn't, in my opinion, really help people do it, but he helps them understand the process. And I've been actually helping guys do it in my coaching sessions lately. And it's this four-step process of number one, facing the stories that cause us to feel shame. Number two, defying the shame. Number three, dismantling the shame. And then number four, becoming vulnerable about really what you're finding, you know, becoming vulnerable about those stories of shame and then also what is true about them. And that idea of defying and dismantling kind of maybe seems confusing. And what I've made it up to be, and this has been really fruitful for me in my own life and for the men that I've been working with is defying the shame is to face the story, face the lie, and then look at the word of God and see what God says about you. And that is such an important thing to do. And, and and if we are Christians who believe the word of God is the word of God, then we need to start taking more um, stock in what the word says. That can be challenging for people if they have experienced, you know, spiritual abuse or over-spiritualization. You know, the Bible have been used as a weapon. But it's really important to recognize that we actually defy lies. We defy darkness with truth and light. And that is found in the Word of God. And that's really important to recognize. And that step has been really powerful because there are a lot of scriptures that have become... I don't know, like mis misused or misunderstood. And I love helping put a, not a new twist on them. That's not what I'm doing with scripture, but helping people see it. I believe in the light that, and the way that it's supposed to be seen and read with a really healthy view and frame on the word. So like a quick example is like uh, perfect love casts out fear. That's a really cliche classic scripture that we love to use. But the second part of that scripture says perfect, sorry, it says uh, fear has to do with punishment. And when we actually begin to understand what that scripture is saying is that like, there is no punishment in Christ. When we believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, he took the punishment of sin. Punishment is no longer on us. So for us to fear, it has to do with punishment. And it's perfect love of Christ casts out fear because he took the punishment and we no longer have to fear. And it's just this beautiful picture. And when we learn how to actually see scripture in that viewpoint, rather than maybe what our um, you know, our parents said, or what we you know, read in this nice book or something, but actually like, what is the context of this word? What is the Greek or the Hebrew? What is the background? Like, what is this actually saying? And what's the, you know, the, the wraparound text to it? I think, and I'm not far from a expert in these things, but like when I, when I use that scripture as an example, it's powerful. And we use those scriptures to defy lies because the lie is that you're going to be punished. You're unforgiven things of those matters. So that's a big part of defiance is to say, what does the word of God say and how does that play into the condemnation the enemy is trying to throw at me, trying to get me to believe, maybe other people have convinced me to believe lies of shame. That is what we do in defiance. The second part that can be like, what is the difference between defiance and dismantling? Uh, dismantling, in my opinion, what I've made it up to be is this idea of looking at evidence of times where things have gone well for you in the area where you're being lied to. So this idea of, you know, let's say um, for me, a, a deep lie that has been embedded into me for a very long time that I'm still always defying and dismantling when it rears its ugly head is nothing I do ever works. And that one is powerful. There's a lot of scriptures to defy it. 
there's a lot of ways to dismantle it. And as an example, so to dismantle it is to actually look at the evidence of times where things have gone well for Sean. And it's a plethora of times where God has done incredible things. I have been unble- I've been blessed by the talents and gifts that God has given me. And for this lie to blanket all of that and it be that nothing I do ever works is absolutely ridiculous. And that's what dismantling is, is there's this idea that I heard one time. It's like for every negative event in your life, it takes 10 positive events to kind of wash it out. And I don't know if that's fully true, but if you can imagine that, why do we all remember negative events so often? I think there's a big part of that is because we they have so much power and we easily forget about 10 positive events because of one negative one. And I think the enemy just loves to push that button over and over and over again. And that's how men and women, really good men and women, Christians, believe lies about themselves, about other people, about God and his love and his forgiveness and the love he He wants to shower them with. So that is the idea of defiance and then dismantling. So I did this with a client like two weeks ago, and there was this really cool story that he brought up. Um, And I say cool because we got to the end of it and it was powerful. But, uh, you know, if if you're hearing this podcast, you'd be like, oh, that doesn't sound cool. So let me let me unpack it. He was saying that he grew up in a small town. I'm not going to give any deal. He grew up in a small town and everyone was kind of expected to be a DIY kind of person where they were able to fix things. And he just wasn't good at DIY stuff. And we were able to defy the lie that you know he's just not good at these things with many scriptures, many truths from the Lord about how this man was made in the eyes of the Lord and that he's God's workmanship and many other things. But the power actually came more in the dismantling and actually just kind of speaking into the boy within him and realizing that that boy was never taught how to do those things. That boy never had anybody actually take him under his wing to teach him how to do those things. And it just naturally makes sense that he wouldn't be good at them. That is actually how we dismantle the lies to say, you should be better at this. You should be good at that. But we just look at the truth and say, uh, I was never taught this. Uh, No one ever helped me. Uh, The first time I ever did it, someone laughed at me and it made me feel rejected and scared. We actually get to see the reality of why we're not good at things. And that's so powerful when we understand why it gives us an ability to let go and that was really cool because we were able to shift the focus and look at the things that he is good at the things that he is gifted in being part of the body of the kingdom of heaven of christ in a different manner and i felt like it was such a beautiful uh actually his last session of our program he just got sent off in a beautiful way with that being the last session really encouraging and just really equipped him for the road ahead so i just use that as an example because it really pump me up. Um, but there has been several examples that that has been in some ways like life changing is like one negative event or one negative experience is almost more powerful than like 10 positive ones. And why don't you just pause for a moment and just think about that? It's like, wow, when I think about my life, I think about negative things more than positive things but if we paused and said what's the good things in my life what's the positive things in my life we would all have a huge array of those even for me like when that lie comes up and says nothing i do ever works all my mind goes towards when i'm not in a place of uh, awareness and intentionality is all my mind goes towards is all the times i've tried to do things and it's failed And that is crazy because when I pause and realize what's going on, I'm brought 
to the or, or like what's brought to my mind is all the things that have gone well in my life like being married having a daughter having a business and a calling having giftings and talents having health uh, moving to the czech republic and having opportunities to travel there's uh, so many things on you know obviously the, the the main one is being forgiven and saved by a god who loves me but it's just incredible depending on where we have our focus we can be in condemnation or we can be in total uh, hope and optimism and abundance of thought. So I just think it's so vital to think about those things. And then the other thing that's really important is actually for me was renewing the thought around that lie. So the lie is that nothing I do ever works. What I really came to find is that everything God does works. And that was really helpful for me. It helped me realize there has been times where things didn't work. And it's it, it's been pretty clear that I was trying to control. I was being self-righteous, self-sufficient. And the fact that it didn't work doesn't actually mean it was a negative thing in God's purpose and God's plan. Um, but this beautiful truth that came to my heart, you know, even just a few months ago, everything God does works. And that has really brought me to a place of humility and openness to moving with the spirit. And I just pray that whoever's listening to this, I just pray that you would be able to begin to defy and dismantle your shame, your lies with truth and evidence that is in Christ. Like it's so powerful. Um, to give you some practical things of like how I do that, one of the things I, I send people is this core emotional triggers list is from Eddie Caparucci from uh, Going Deeper. He's like an inner child specialist. I got certified with him as an inner child recovery specialist, but he has this long list of lies that people typically believe like I am forgiven, I am unworthy, it's not safe to feel, etc. And I use that as a tool to help men begin to think about the lies that they believe. And it's quite shocking to them. And most times they're like, wow, I think about these things a lot. And these are the very thoughts that come to my mind, the very beliefs that get activated when I get triggered by rejection or an argument or conflict or I'm tired or I've, I feel entitled and I feel like I deserve something. It's incredible how quickly these beliefs get activated and triggered and they really are hard to navigate our way out of them when we've really you know, agreed with them for so long. That's one of the biggest keys here is when we've agreed with a lie our whole life, I really don't and I say this with a sensitivity, I don't think you're going to be able to break that lie on your own. Of course, Jesus can break anything and do anything. But if you're not aware of the lies and if you're not aware of when they get triggered and activated, that's really a time and a place where hiring a coach can be so helpful because like for myself, I get to see when people are living in those lies and they might not know it. I get to pry and ask questions about when they were at work the other day or when they talked to their wife about this or when they were working on that journaling assignment, you know, what was going on in their mind. And it's incredible how often men don't understand what I'm trying to ask them because a lot of their answers are surface until we just, you know, I kind of just ask the same question over and over and it finally starts to click. And even just last week, I had a client who, after doing an inner child practice on the area of entitlement, it was really powerful. He, he By the end, there was this realization that he felt like with God, he's undeserving and unworthy and never does enough to, to have his love. It was, it was just so powerful because I don't think he really f understood that that's what was deeper in his belief system. And we have been able to begin to talk about unpacking that and unearthing that and healing that. And it is incredible. So like that is such a big 
part of what I'm doing in my coaching right now. And I share it because shame robs us of God's purpose. We are all about a secret habit, you know, helping people understand God's design for sexuality. And shame doesn't actually uh, align with anything God created. God is a, a God of light, and truth, and purpose, and passion, and love, and con- there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. So we need to realize that any any place we feel shame about our sexuality, about our body, about things we did or have done or are doing or may, might do, we need to realize that we are off base from the truth of Christ. We are not seeing the evidence of how Christ has worked in our life, and we might very well be fearing punishment that we are not worthy or we are undeserving. And it's really important to begin to face the shark of shame, face the lies that you are believing so that you can defy them and dismantle them. And then one of the big kickers is becoming vulnerable with safe people in your life. Actually, like for me, I've told people that one of the lies that can get to me without me even being aware of it, if I'm tired or if things at work aren't going well or whatever's going on with Helena, the one of the quickest ways the enemy can get to Sean is by helping you know making me or you know testing me to believe that nothing I do ever works. And for me to share that with some trusted safe people in my life has been incredibly helpful and then help you know having them actually help me defy that lie, dismantle that lie and you know be a part of that healing journey like vulnerability really breeds greater healing it breeds greater relationship you got to have wisdom and who you're doing it with like obviously having some rapport with somebody is going to be a really good idea if you're going to be talking about these kind of things but what a cool way to deepen a relationship what a cool way to disciple one another that is the great commission from jesus is to go and make disciples and i think that's one thing we're lacking a lot in our lives these days is discipleship and i just really have a passion to help men especially as a man feel discipled get discipled experience christ in a in a fresh way because of the fellowship part of relate of that relationship that has been missing for so long and i'm excited to talk more about that in a future podcast the differentiation and the partnership of relationship and fellowship with jesus it's so beautiful but this was something that was on my heart as helena woke up sick today we had plans to talk about something else and i felt like wow like maybe i'll just share some insight into what i'm doing with my clients right now and the fruit of that has not just been oh like wow now they have some nice things to believe it's known that now they are rooted in jesus christ the the power that rose jesus from the dead lives inside of you the holy spirit and when you agree with the holy spirit when you agree with the the word of god like something inside of you begins to change because that is obedience god begins to bless you there is something that's powerful and i experienced that over the last handful of months as i began to defy and dismantle the lie that nothing I do ever works. And I'll tell you guys, something has changed in how I run Secret Habit. I, I am just blown away at, God, at what God is doing. I feel more serving, more loving, more caring. I feel more confident in a healthy way, I believe. And I just feel like something is switched in my heart and it's no longer nothing I do ever works. It's now everything God does works. And it's just really helped me see just what this journey of helping men in the areas of pornography addiction etc looks like and it's really that idea of serving and serving and serving and looking at like what is the key element to that like breaking shame breaking sexual shame so that men and women can thrive in their 
fellowship with God, their fellowship with other people, in their sex lives, their marriages with intimacy. Like we have such a passion for that. So that was just on my heart today. It's been a big topic. There's been so many other things going on lately with Secret Habit that I'd love to share more about. Um, but I just felt like this was really practical. So a couple things you can do. You can get the book Unwanted by Jay Stringer. So you can read chapter 11, you know, read the whole book. But chapter 11 will help you understand this a bit further. Um, second thing is understanding that framework. We face the shark of shame. We face the stories. We understand, you know, we begin to like pinpoint what is the story that carries shame or the lie and then we defy it with truth in the word of God or things that we have heard from God, prophecy, whatever that could be. And then we dismantle it by looking at evidence of when God has worked in our life of you know good things happening that would go against that lie. And then we become vulnerable with that shame story and that lie and also the truth that we want to start believing. It's a cool accountability tool. So those are huge, 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 huge. And just really remembering that that big overarching concept that, you know, one negative event or one negative experience can be more powerful than, you know, nine or ten positive ones. So if you are really stuck remembering and getting fixated on negativity all the time, it's gonna be really important for you to take some time, maybe praying and fasting for three, five, seven days and opening up space to ask the Lord to reveal to you times where there has been evidence of him at work, of positive things happening, of good things happening, of you not being a failure, not being this, because there are. I don't really think there's ever uh, 100% darkness. Um, it's just something I haven't seen. I know people have really dark past, but there's always these beautiful things that happen in our life even when we're in the pit of hell and that's when I that's where I was when I met Helena so I can be a testimony to how beautiful it is when God works in the pit so I hope this has been helpful uh, I hope I hope it's encouraging challenging motivating I hope it might even nudge you towards getting help um, join the secret habit men's community these are the kind of things that I'm talking about at our live trainings these are the kind of things that I really care about when I'm posting weekly with you know sharing reflections Reflections that I'm that I'm you know from what I'm learning I'm answering questions from people I'm commenting on their posts it's a really sweet place but if you are looking for coaching I will post the link below to book a coaching consult with me that is a 30-minute call it is free it is really for guys that are seriously looking for coaching that's where you know we'll build some trust get a little bit of rapport and I will dig into a couple of your key roots and share with you what it would look like to work with me I will walk you through some of the coaching approaches and help you have a breakthrough and it's just really powerful so join the community book a call if you're really serious about coaching and really guys if, if, if this has been helpful if you've been blessed by this episode or this show as a whole we really would be so grateful if you would review this show it helps us build credibility with apple and the algorithms it helps other people trust us and we really want to expand secret habit we want to ex extend the reach and you can be a part of that and it's so cool leave a rating leave a review would you share this episode to somebody who needs to hear this this is not just about porn addiction or sexuality this is about breaking shame and living in the fellowship and abundance of jesus christ so this is more important than just a podcast on porn this is about our abundance in our lord and savior so i just pray that you would share this with somebody it's just really a, a passionate message that i think a lot of people need to hear so thank you so much for tuning in as we always want to end even when helena's not here 
our mantra is to let our failures be your success. So God bless, lots of love.